Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. Hi everyone, Happy New Year! It's me, Joel, a playwright and performer. And it's me, Kishan, a science educator. And welcome back to T42. Yay, in 2022! It is our best friend podcast mm. where we talk about whatever the false, false alarm. alarm we want. Wow, false, false alarm. alarm. Eh. Why, uh, why, Joel? Why false alarm? Uh? Can you tell us? Okay, I have a confession to make. This wow. morning, it's like, you know, I obsessively scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I obsessively test myself for COVID, right? And obsessively, today, yes. I tested myself and then, oh my god, it was positive. Jeng, jeng, jeng. And then I went to text all of my work friends, all of my work group saying like, can you all go and test yourself? So I sent this flurry of panic out into the world, right? Yeah, then, I received yeah. one. And then, oh, and then like, I tested again and then two times it came back negative. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then I realised it's because in the first instance, I had used what I had used this swab that came with the test kit that was a control for... Positive. positive Basically they included A swab That would produce A positive result So that you know What a positive test looks I, like I don't even Which So I went to google The company that makes This test kit right What are they just and, Fucking frightening and no, people And then the, the first thing That comes <laughs> up when you google Is a tweet that explains Why they have it <laughs> Because clearly I'm not the first person <laughs> That to is have. a mistake They need yeah. to remove that From the product Yeah anyway yeah So like that I saw all my friends Were very angry Like, like mock angry with me Because yeah. like, I think it really Caused a genuine report No panic. You know you sent me the text I was in the middle Of teaching the atomic structure <laughs> to, to, to secondary three students And I stopped mid-sentence Because I saw the word COVID And then I was like um, And then your second sentence Your second message Came so, soon after And said Oh no no false, <laughs> false alarm I was like What the hell First of all Why are you checking your phone During class <laughs> We don't ask these questions yeah, MOE is an exemplary teacher is it? Uh, Anyway Let's bring the housekeeping bell Housekeeping yeah, some subtle housekeeping to get out of the way. Yeah. Uh, do you have any, any news for us, Kishan? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the call to action, the T42 1000. We really reached 1000, mm. although not without a bit of trepidation. No, la. there was a period of, I think, five days where it went from 1000 to 999, 1000 to 999. Yeah, because all the bots just like, I think, wanted to fuck with us. No, I think the people were trolling us. <laughs> <laughs> just like dropped and went up, dropped, went up. But now we are firmly safely, yes at a thousand and nine. A thousand and nine. So yeah. thank you, dear thank listeners. You. I, I think we don't have any more milestones. I think. Yeah. I think, quite, I think we're satisfied. I think we're satisfied. For now, yeah. I think we can die. So because anything <laughs> else, no, because if we satis- if we set our standards low, right? Anything that comes after this is a bonus. <laughs> True, yeah. I love that sis. Well mm, done. Mm. Mm. Anyway, uh, do you sense the presence in the room today? <gasps> is it? Just, uh, yes, yes. Oh, Correct. Oh. I sense. I sense yeah, the I presence. sense a special presence in the room mm. today. We have invited a special friend onto today's show. Uh, she hasn't been on this show since like, episode eleven, I think. Which is how many episodes ago? Uh, forty nine. Oh my god. <laughs> Like a full year ago, oh, right? girl, yeah. more than that, yeah. She's one of our closest friends in the world. Mm. It's none other than Puja Nancy. Hi, Bishop. <laughs> Hi, Puja. Hey, girl. How are you? I'm good. Mm. I need to cough. <laughs> <coughs> ah, that is a good yeah, way to segue. Mm, because what, what happened to you in the past year that you've well, not been on this show? First, thing I feel like I've not been here for 49 episodes because I listen to your bullshit all the time. Correct. <laughs> like, Correct. sometimes I don't listen to the podcast because I'm like, no, no, I have no. enough of you. You, you know, Nobody it's actually blames you, no, I don't blame you. Yeah. I wonder why anyone listens to oh, this. No, 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 no. Like, you guys are supremely entertaining. <laughs> it's Thanks. just Thanks. that I get to hang out with you 
all the time. Yeah, you yeah. do though. So I don't have to subscribe on Spotify. Yeah, okay. nobody. You know, so <laughs> no, no, people do. People do. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> you actually get a kind of unfiltered experience. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. So, yeah. so yes. Yeah, so since I've last been on the podcast, I think I was. Was I pregnant when I was here the yes. last time? Yes, you were. I think so you I was were. Pregnant, so I think um, you were. as with most pregnancies, uh, when you're in the uh, like eight months pregnant, uh. as with most people who are eight months pregnant, you give birth to a child. Oh, oh. is that a so thing? Yes. <laughs> so her child has arrived. Why does that sound like a Christmas song? Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. It's like Christmas. Um, and you've met her. Yes. Yeah. She, she, she's, she is who she is. Yes. Uh, so as a child, we've moved houses. Oh my God. Um, I've had the COVID. <gasps> you've know? had the COVID. I've had the COVID. Mm. Um, you've published a book of poetry. I published a book of poetry. Of course. I, I've done a one woman show. Oh, girl. I've done run a national festival. Still working on my PhD. Hey, you got and time to rest or not? Don't have. <laughs> so that's why I got like mental and emotional breakdown. Text y'all. Oh, correct. Mm. Correct. Yeah. Here I am. Yeah. How, how was the COVID? You know. So the COVID was interesting because basically, like my husband got it first. We suspect from like. Life uh, No, no, no. Um, we narrowed it down. He went to meet like a contractor to put up our blinds. Oh wow! So he said like this one Chinese uncle kept hacking and suspects <laughs> like he got, he got blindsided by blinds. <laughs> he got blindsided by blinds. So he got the COVID. Oh, no. And then as a result, like I got it. Like oh, no. Naira, our daughter got it. My dad got it. Like, but thankfully, like aside from Naira, who's like tiny. Um, we're all fully vaccinated. My dad's had the booster, so okay. it really just manifested like a bad flu for me. Mm. Okay, that's that's good, I guess. Yeah, my dad had the milder symptoms, like he just had like a slight runny nose. That's good. Um, it was kind of scary when Naira got it, obviously, but like um, I think the healthcare system here is great, and like mm. we were really well looked after. Mm. Yeah, for the most part, yeah, for sure. She's fully recovered with a stronger immune system. Mm. So like, I just want to reassure everybody that if you are vaccinated. Don't worry too much. Yes. yes. I feel actually... I think that's a great Listening message. to this, I feel very guilty about what happened this morning because I feel like, you know, we were saying it before we started recording that we should know better than to panic. When oh, no, but like when yeah. I got it, I panicked. No, yeah. but I think what you did was right. Like you, you yes. tell everybody to go and get themselves tested yeah. because you don't know, no, right? No, but what I should have done was test 500 times no, first no, no. to get like a bunch of negatives. No. Uh, no uh. I mean, uh, if I if I tested positive, I would have done it one more time just yeah, to make not sure. 500, yeah. maybe yeah. one more. <laughs> maybe one more. more. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the thing is like, when I got it, like I panicked, right? Because yeah. I was like, oh my God. Mm. Or like when my husband got it, I panicked. When because I got this it, this was I didn't. also in the midst of the Writers' Festival. Oh my God, it was in the yeah. middle of the Writers' Which, Festival. Which by the way, to our dear listeners who don't know, uh, Miss mm. Miss, Miss Nancy here is the Festival Director. Festival Director. Correct. Correct, I am. Yeah. So actually you got it just before the festival <laughs> opened, right? No, I got it in the middle, middle of the festival. Middle, oh, so that was yeah. a bit of a bummer because like I couldn't attend things in person. But like the plus point of a hybrid event was that I could like, you know, remotely be there. Of course. Um, yeah. And like, so, but th- I think the scariest thing was when like my daughter, like Naira got it because like she's so tiny. But yeah. like babies are like, babies are ridiculously resilient apparently. Like, mm. I don't know. So yeah. I mean, all's well that ends well. Yeah. Um, but just a shout out that like you know the vaccines work. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, we have brought Miss Nancy into the room today mm. to talk about something that's very close to our hearts, Correct. which is that connects all of us. That connects mm. all of us, which is friendship. 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 Yeah. But are we ready to get into the episode? Yes. yes. <laughs> Who was your? First friend, do you remember? Because oh I, oh, I, I was I, I was just talking to a friend of mine, Faith, who has a I think a three-year-old boy and he already has friends. I know who my first friend is. I, know I who have my first friend was. I have a very, very strong image of Tell me. this 
Malay girl in kindergarten or nursery, either K1 or nursery. And I remember that we packed food and I had fish fingers mm-hmm. and she had fries. And then we basically shared fish fingers What's and fries. Name? Girl, I wish I remember. But, girl, I, but you know shout what? Shout out to the Malay girl who has the same memory. <laughs> but, Please reach out via yeah. T for Two podcast. <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I know her face. Her face is burned oh, wow. in my head. Oh my I know God, how she beautiful. looks like. And I gave her a fish finger and she gave me fries and oh, we just sat quietly. And then oh, after that, we so went sweet. to the playground. Oh. It's like, because you know, you know why, right? Because you both brown bitches. <laughs> yeah, we both brown She's bitches. This primary what? Primary one. K1 or nursery? K1. Oh. And the PAP. Yeah, my first friend, uh, my first friend was, um, so we lived in like one of those walk-up apartments that, you know, in Katong. Yeah. Because my dad, like my parents were immigrants and like my mom didn't have any friends. And I, I remember, I think the first friend she made was uh, Kumud Masi, who's like um, this sort of like Gujarati auntie who lived in the same block. And her son was playing in the playground. And me and her son became friends. Aww. Yeah, And he's an adult now. We're not friends anymore. But he was my first friend. Aww. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah, How old are you? I think I was like two and a half or three. Yeah, about yeah. there. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. I'm just about to shit on all of this wholesomeness. Because like I now remember who my first friend was. He was this my, very on brand with for he you. He <laughs> was my classmate in primary one. He was yeah. a Malay boy whose name I now forget. But we sat next to each other and we were very close. And then one day he said, will you show me your penis? <laughs> He and knew. I will show you mine. He knew. I don't know if it was a gay thing. It was a. It was a. Maybe it was just one of those like children thing. It was you know? a. It was a kind child. of. It was a curious yeah. child thing, but like children it is do that. And etched into my memory. And. Uh, I also remember. No, no, no! Yeah, you what? can't leave us on oh, that cliffhanger. Yeah. Did you? Oh, oh did I you? did not, but he did. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Then how did you get out of it? Uh, I can't remember. So your mother come really? Maybe it was. <laughs> Uh, maybe, grab, maybe 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 my grab is here. <laughs> Sorry, my grab. <laughs> my grab covered it. My grab covered it. Oh no! Or maybe I used my Chinese privilege to get out. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was such a strange memory that I did not need to wow. access today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's one of the great like phrases of our friendship. My grab covered it. <laughs> my favorite thing to say I've actually used it before yeah, have so you I, really? so yeah. I, I, oh my I god to, to get out of parties I like, need to oh, oh, my god. <laughs> so actually how did we all become friends though? wow cool. you are more recent girl uh, so I think you and obviously you and Kishan yeah, were friends yeah. first mm. yeah and then I think you and I became friends and yeah. then Kishan and I became friends. Yeah, exactly. And it was, interestingly, all Seren- separate encounters. And they're all serendipitous. Yeah. Oh my god, you're right. They're yeah. all separate encounters. Yeah. Mm. <gasps> Go like chronologically. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did you meet Kishan? Oh my god. Kishan and I met in university because he was my orientation group leader. Yeah. Oh we were one of those very derpy people who went for orientation We tests. really were. I was the orientation <laughs> group leader. Like, I planned the whole damn thing. I, somehow that, that does not surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> Does he give you OGL vibes? He yes. Can does. I, at times, I, can, I give OGL he vibes. He does. Yeah. I'm, I'm making that face because I didn't go for a single orientation in my life. In mm. your life? In my life, wow. I've not gone for one. How did you manage that? Yeah. Um. So in JC, I went for orientation. It was like, I, I went for like the first two hours and the mess done started and I was like, nah, we, <laughs> we're not staying for this shit. And like, I remember just like during the toilet break, just walking out of the school gates. Okay. So and then I just And then I just didn't come back. I was like, oh, I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. And can then I, I just didn't come back. Can I just say, Pooja, yeah. you sound like the kind of person I would have hated in school. Oh, that's you know fine. I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I feel like 
the, when we became friends, right, was yeah. the only time we could have become friends because like, I was such a fucking goody two shoes in school. But Me I too. feel like I feel yeah. like if I had met you, I'd be like, Joel, come on, let's just go. Let's yeah, just you go. would have been a bad influence on yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Like, or a good one. Yeah. No, and I would have relented. I'd be like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, I, yes. feel like I would have. <laughs> but been you let cannot. Us, I would have been happily let astray by you. Yeah, yes. but you cannot because you decided to be OGL, so you have to now show up. <laughs> Everybody was like, you have to go to orientation uni. If not, you won't make friends. Yeah, yeah. that was it. That's not true. I That's made not true. really yeah. good friends. Yeah. It's like my best friends are from uni. But we hung it over your heads because we just needed like yeah. fresh bodies but also I ironically that. that's how I met the best friend my there life. you go <laughs> but do you feel like if you had not gone for orientation you still would have met him anyway no. that is such a strange thought to think about what kind of like kismet is out there yeah, yeah. yeah but I, yeah. I really think we would have we, I, I think we we've met each other through orientation, but we hung out and got to know each other outside of that. Oh, right? Okay, like so, what was the moment like at orientation? Like, how did you know? Like, was okay, it- I found him very funny. Okay, but yeah. you know like how some friendships <laughs> are like gradual friendships, yes. yeah, and other friendships are like you see this person, you just like you kind of know mm. we're going to be friends. Like, was it that? No, I was in awe of him because what? I was a freshman and he was a senior, and he mm. was so funny and cool. You know, like. Because we were in university scholars program, so we were all derps and geeks and nerds. We right? were, yeah. So like people who you know were very funny, got a sense of humor. We were just like, oh my god, it's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is the first I'm hearing of it. I really? I've never said this to you before. I just thought he was so funny <laughs> because no, he was not just an OGL. He was the, like camp director or something. Yeah, I planned the whole like fucking that. thing. Yeah. yeah. Of course he yeah. was. <laughs> and then like, and then I think there was a moment like months later after we like spent more time in uni together where we were just thrown together into the train on the way home because we both live in the east right where we oh, right. finally were forced to be alone with each other and then we just like I think we hit it off we la. just hit it off yeah yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah that's how it started I guess and we just never looked back yeah that's we never looked back yeah. I mean, oh, that, there were a few times got a lot of speed bumps <laughs> la, along the way I mean I think no friendship is without yeah, yeah, yeah. that I, yeah. I, I wish we could tell this story on the air but we can't one <laughs> day fine. one day one, one day one, one day, day we will day. tell this story one day yes mm. <laughs> and then you and me like Puja so for me um, I remember watching um, family outing that oh. was your first oh, wow. play yeah, that was which was like 2011 mm. I remember watching it I can't remember where was it like drama center it would have been at the drama center the drama center mm. yeah and I remember watching it and just like loving it and like wondering like oh my god who is Joel Tan like I, I just from the writing I was like this this person is like so cool like I just am such a fan Aww. and then I think in 2013 um, Jess Bellamy who's like a really Australian great mutual friend of yeah. ours um, who's an Australian playwright like she and I got to know each other and then she was here doing a residency and she was um, staying in a pool apartment in uh, Tumbaru and she it was my birthday the next day and she said like oh we have access to this rooftop and I'm getting wow. my friend Joel Tan um, to hang out do you want to come have some wine and I remember asking her like oh is it Joel Tan the playwright like I've always wanted to meet him <laughs> she's like yeah yeah that's so cute and so we went over and then we bought we had a bottle of red and yes. we didn't have a bottle opener very classic and the bar downstairs uh, which was then I think it's still called Cock and Balls yeah it was a horrible name like refused that refused yeah. to give us a bottle opener and so we went to the 7-Eleven and they opened it for us correct <laughs> and basically we correct. ended up drinking at a rooftop in Tiongbaru and just like giggling and like we took a cab ride home so nice and then we were talking about how some Chinese girls talk <laughs> And then we were like, we're just going to call this particular person Mindy. Was this yes. the birth of Mindy? That was the birth of Mindy. Oh my God. That's so, so cool. So for, for the listeners, like what is a Mindy, Joel Tan? Um, I think, okay, Mindy is a very basic 
Chinese. It's an overarching over, term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of an archetype, but yeah. she's like a very basic Singapore Chinese girl yeah. who's just very earnest. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. there's subsets of Mindy's. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Office Mindy. Yeah. Then there is like... Uh, vlogger Mindy. Vlogger Mindy. <laughs> yeah. There is like... Alien Mindy. Alien Mindy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Alien, like the Abeng, is mm. a bit on the correct. way out of, correct, the, of, correct, the, of the culture correct. already. Yeah. Mindy yeah. is like Cafe hopping. Uh, Cafe mm. Mindy. Cafe Mindy. Correct, correct. So we were just doing the voice and we were giggling and like I think that was the night... Um, that our friendship was born. Yes, it was oh. a friendship born out of disdain. So amazing. Out of disdain. Uh, but <laughs> not for also each other. Like, not for <laughs> each other, of other people. Yeah. And, then, but, and then also like, then we worked on like, my one woman piece. You are here. Yeah, so mm. I feel like from there, like Joel, have, Joel and I have had like, this great like, personal, but also like, professional friendship mm. and relationship. Yeah. Right. I actually don't remember how the two of you met. Oh my God. So okay, you tell the story. We met also on, uh, oh, correct, correct. on some thing. level, also uh, through shared disdain. <laughs> yeah, 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 we did, 100%. We met, we met at, I think it was Writers' Festival? It was what year the was this? 2015. Yeah. There was an event called um, Speed, Speed Hating, Hating yeah. run by um, Joseph and Lucas, yeah. who yeah. are like also twins. friends of ours. Friends twins. Of ours. Um, and so I was like, oh, this sounds cool. And so I went for the session. And yeah. What is the, the, what I was is the concept of Speed Hating? So they connect you with people uh, over shared hatred of things. I think there's like a bingo board, right? And yeah. then you check off things that you hate. That you hate. And then the people who match the most on their mutual disdains get like, you know, get you one get on like one a, time. Match, so get one on one time. Yeah. Did you so guys match? We, we match. We, we match like so many things. And then we just started talking about things that we hated. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this chick's cool. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> and I remember like just thinking like, oh my God, he's so cool. And then I went up because we had a reading after that. Uh-huh. And I, I met Joel and I went, oh my God, Joel, I met this really cool guy at like the speed ha- um, the speed hitting session. And then you were like, that's my friend Kishan. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. I don't remember that part yeah. because I was so stressed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so you stressed. were. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was yeah. so stressed. Oh my God, that's so Funny. I love how we all met True separately. Disney. No, but yeah, yeah. that, but also separately, yeah. you know? So I feel it's, like the universe yeah. was trying to bring us together. Yeah. Girl, but yes. is ours a friendship basically formed on disdain? Seems yes. Like on some yeah. level. Which I think is not necessarily a bad thing. Disdain no. because... Right. I think many of us feel marginalized for different reasons. Correct. And so it's a kind of safe space where you're like, some people are just assholes and Correct. we need to talk about it. Yes, Correct. exactly. You know? Life yeah. is so difficult. I just, wanna, difficult. I just want to shout it out to people that also yeah. understand. Yeah. 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 We, we, are, we are a shelter and a storm. Yeah. So that's mm. how like our individual <laughs> friendships happen. But mm. I can't actually remember the time the first time the three of us hung out together. Oh my God. Can I? Can I? Can I? Because it feels like you were saying earlier like, We've been friends for so long. I can't actually place the origin. No, of I it. can't. Like I know, like so. I got married in 2015, and Joel was at my wedding. But like till this day, I can't believe Kishan wasn't. Yeah. For example, like it's bizarre to me that he was not there. That he wasn't <laughs> there. Because he feels like, like, weird. It feels I feel con- like I've known him my whole life. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's so sweet. Yeah, I also feel like Kishan. You, why weren't you there at my birth? Yeah. <laughs> like why did you not yeah. witness? Why it? were you not witness my birth? I think that one can easily explain ah. away. <laughs> like what were you busy with? <laughs> I feel like. I've gotten better at friendships as I've gotten older. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think I used to be very callous with my friendships in the mm. past when I, I was see. younger because mm. I didn't know how important friendships would be. Because, mm. like, especially when you're a teenager, teenager, it just feels slightly kind of like incidental to your life. Sure. And you, you enjoy your friendships, but you don't know why. And you also can't tell what a toxic friendship is at the time mm. and what, what is a nurturing one, right? But as I've gotten older, it's become like, wow, actually, friendship is crucial to my mental health, yep. yeah. to my survival. And, like, honestly, the past two years of this fucking pandemic has completely highlighted that right yeah. like it's like my friendships are the only thing that have gotten me I mean I, that and healthcare yeah. are the only things <laughs> and wine <laughs>
Yeah, they, these like literally the only like friendship is one of the major things that's gotten me through the pe- through, through the pandemic, and yeah. it's made me very clear about actually what the important friendships in my life are. Mm. I think the right? older I get, I know what I want in friends. You know, I, I'm very specific about who I want to hang out and who I don't want to hang out with. And I think the not knowing who I don't want to hang out with is a lot more important. And so you cull people a mm. little bit, I guess. Cull is such a bad word, but you just stop hanging out with them and then you feel better. You protect your space a little bit. So I have like two separate thoughts. Like one is uh, what Joel said about like getting better at friendships. So for me, like it wasn't, it was a very different experience because um, anyone who knows me, like knows me, knows me, knows that like I am fiercely loyal, right? Yes. Like I will take a very. bullet. Mm. Frightening. Not, you're actually frightening. Frighteningly loyal. loyal. You take a certain kind of bullet. Maybe yeah. you take a bullet to the leg. I don't know what frighteningly loyal means. <clears throat> No, frighteningly loyal yeah. in the way that like like I like, don't deserve this. Yeah, can you I sometimes feel like oh, please, please, yeah. yeah. It's sometimes yeah. like please, Pooja, don't be so loyal. Sometimes yeah. it's like really. Yeah. Do you want me to be less loyal? You know what? It's it's the fear of not being able to live up to the loyalty. I think that's, that's it. it. Yeah, I think that's, that's ridiculous. It. Because I feel like my loyalty hasn't been tested yet. Do you know what I mean? Yes, it has. Has it? It has. Like I feel like I had definitely had postpartum depression. Right. Um. I feel like hundred percent I had it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Even yeah. though I like this is ridiculous. Like I didn't I didn't intend to talk about this, but like. After I gave birth and before I gave birth, because like I had a baby later in life, right? I was 38 and I had already been working on my mental health and stuff. Like I already like knew I was predisposed to postpartum depression. And I was like, right. I'm going to get it. I know I'm going to get it. Like I know these are the signs, blah, blah. And I felt so smug. I was like, I had lined up. I have lined up like all this therapy, blah, blah, blah. And then I definitely now in retrospect had it. Mm. Right. And I still couldn't see it. Like I still mm. kept thinking... I'm tired, mm, right. I'm stressed, mm. uh, but this is not postpartum depression. And I feel like you guys were there for it, like, throughout. Like, every time Aww. I needed to feel normal, quote-unquote, mm. or, like, I wanted a sense of, like, my old self back. Like, you were the only people I, I called or texted. So, like, I mm. feel like your loyalty's been, in, mm. been tested. I mean, it's good to know. No, because mm. also, like, having a baby, like, one of my big fears was that, like... Oh, it's gonna be different. Like I won't be able to hang out with my friends. And I think like I I you articulated that to you. This I was a lot. like <laughs> I was like, oh shit, like if I have a kid, like we're not gonna be able to do this, this and this. And like continuously the message I got back from you guys was like, Don't be stupid. Like we're just gonna have to plan a little bit, but like it's hundred percent still gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. it can happen. You and know? it is happening. And it is happening. Yeah. So like I feel like your loyalty has been tested. Mm. Because I think at the end of the day, right, all friendship is about holding space. Yeah. I know it sounds holding like corny. Space. I know no, it's true. It's, but it is, right? Yeah. And, and that's why I think friendships are so self-selecting because you kind of want need to be able to hold space for certain yeah. like, energy. Oh no, like hundred yeah. percent. And yeah. I feel like it's it's like so I guess my loyalty is is there are very few people on earth that I feel like no matter what you do, like I'm still gonna love you. Yeah. Mm. And like it doesn't matter. Like I'm I'm gonna tell you you're stupid. Mm. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you that was a like, that was a dumbass move. But I'm gonna be here. And mm. I feel like that's what the loyalty is. And I don't feel like I don't know, I don't like earn it is a weird phrase. Mm. Wait, yeah. to, to earn it is a weird phrase. It's a weird but, phrase. But that's how right? you feel? I don't feel like you have to earn my loyalty. It's just like it's love, right? Mm, like no. that's what love is. Yeah. Yeah. Even as a as a teenager, like I was so fiercely loyal with my friends, and I think teenage girls are just assholes sometimes. Mm. <laughs> so I feel like that loyalty wasn't always reciprocated, and I ex- ah. I had very high expectations of mm. friendships that weren't always met. Right. So like it was difficult for me. Friendships as a younger person was difficult for me because right. I expected that kind of loyalty. Mm. And I think growing older, I I became a bit more cautious mm. until I 
you know, I learned to suss out people a little better. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it was the opposite from Joel. I think, yeah. I, I think friendships as a teenager, for me, it was about wanting to fit in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that comes with its own perils because sometimes you just then end up doing things that you didn't want to do or yeah. being the person that you didn't want to Correct. be. Correct. Yeah. And so th- that was a lot, uh, there was a lot of that growing up in, in primary, secondary school. But I think I found, I found who I was and I found people that loved me for who I am in a little bit in secondary school and all the more towards in JC and surprisingly more in my adult life. Yeah. Because I'm now more sure of mm. who I am la, than I ever was before. And I think if you put that out there, then you're going to attract that sort of people. Correct. I mean, it sounds yeah. cheesy to say, but it is right. La. Mm. So the second thought I had, which was based off something you said earlier about uh, being more careful about the kinds of friends you make. Yeah. Being more, like sure. a, being more sure, yeah. It's the is the conversation I had with my best friend, uh, Caroline. We were talking yeah. about how uh, there are different kinds of friendship, and as you get older, like these become more apparent. Like there are some people in my life, for example, who I call historical friends. Mm. Like we've just been friends since we were sixteen. Like, her- and like, heritage uh, friends. Yeah, kind of <laughs> right. Because like I've known you since you were sixteen. Heritage I don't. Friends. I don't know that we still have that much in common, exactly. except history. Mm. Yeah. But we're still going to meet twice a year and yeah. talk about the good old times. And that can be very enriching. Of and course. that's really lovely because it reminds you of who you yes. were. And then it's worth like, holding on to. Yeah. And like, but these aren't necessarily the people I'm going to call in a crisis. Yeah. Mm. You know, and then like, I think you're so lucky if you have even like one person you can call at 4 a.m. Mm. Yeah, I know? agree. And like, yeah. And that's just really important. And like, they're, they're those friends. And then there are friends you just call when you like, oh, I just want to have a drink and unwind, but we're not going to talk about anything heavy. Mm. Yeah. And then there's like the, oh my God, I've had a really horrible day. I'm I'm feeling really ugly and I just need to tell someone who's going to get it. Mm. So like, I feel like they're, they're different. Like no one person, no one friend yeah. fulfills everything. And then there are friends who just get you like professionally mm. and like, mm. You know, like for me, like as an artist, there are people like I just as uh, a fellow artist or producers yeah. that I can just really talk to. You know, as you were talking yeah. about this, I had a straight thought. Some yeah. people might might listen to what you're saying and think about that as being transactional with mm. friendship. Yes, you know, I don't think and, it's about transaction, might, but it's yeah. about knowing, like, similar to a relationship or a marriage, is what I believe is that no one person can fulfill everything in your mm. life, and there's a lot of pressure. Like even expecting your best of friends yeah, to be to able to do all everything, right. you know. So like for me, I feel like I know there are different people in my life I go to for different things. Mm. Yeah. And it's not necessarily transactional. It's just knowing how things work between two people. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember, you know, thinking about how I had a lot of friends in JC growing up, right? There was this weird transitional phase where we started hanging out less, right? And then mm. they suddenly got very passive-aggressive about it. They were like, oh, oh, you've got all these new friends from uni and whatever. Really? And like they held it, you know, they held it, this weird guilt over me when it was very apparent to me that we're just becoming very different Different people. people. Yeah. And so this is also kind of strange expectation in some people that like your historical friends, you know, yeah. like are need to loom large in your life. Just, and also yeah. why does having new friends mean your old friends don't matter? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Or is that thing of like, I, I, I think there's a, there's some friends who actually do try and hold you back. Mm. Do, do you know, do you ever experience yeah, 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 that? There are, there are some friends yeah. who actually don't want you to or who clock you for Changing. changing because yeah. I don't know maybe because it makes them feel insecure about themselves yeah, about where they possibly. stand or I don't know for you know and I, I, I've had experiences where people just like say things like oh you changed or oh you know oh. You're, you talk different now or, mm. you're, or you, you, you hang out with different people or we, I don't you didn't used to dress this way and it's just like okay but I feel like 
But I feel like as people grow, right? Like you're gonna be a different person at exactly. like thirty or forty yeah. than you were at sixty. Yeah. yeah, people change and they find out more things about themselves. Except with some of these people, right? I I think they don't change. I've, I I also sense there are some people who become less like less dynamic and interesting sure. as they get older so more static, and they uh. settle into you know things very early but then uh, I feel yeah, like it isn't part of being a good friend like mm. it's one of two things right mm. for me like I have friends that I was very close to and have changed mm. in ways I don't like mm. in I ways see. in ways that I see and I'm like it's exactly what you say which mm. is like who are you mm. like why are you talking like that mm. And then there's a choice there, which is like, do I just accept that you've gone down a different path? Mm. But I'm still going to be your friend. Yeah. Like, I don't have to love all of this. Mm. I don't have to partake in all of your life. But like, I still care about you. You respect you know? the history of what happened. Yeah. Of what you have. Oh, you yeah, actually yeah, respect yeah. Their, their, their own evolution. Like. Yeah, I yeah. respect your evolution. Like, I don't mm. have to be, I don't have to like it. Mm. You know, but there's parts of you that are forever tied to me. And mm. so I'm going to still call you on your birthday. I'm still going to check in once a week. You know, that kind of thing. And then there are friends who are changing and you witness the change. Yeah. And if you can witness that change and be with them, that's actually like a deeply profound thing. I think mm. so too. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. whenever I'm, I meet my secondary friends, we Im- I don't know if that's the case for you guys. Like whenever I meet them, I Im- we all immediately go back into, into yeah. secondary school yeah. mode. Yeah, and we all take up our, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever Roles. our it's, personas it's were. So, it was, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Like every time I go back for reserves, right, and it's the same bunch of people that I went to army with, it's like suddenly everybody becomes a 20-year-old. Right. And it's, it's, quite, so it's quite, quite charming. To know that actually there are all these parts of you that are still there that yeah. you don't maybe touch every day but you know it's yeah. still there. Like do yeah. you feel though like you're a slightly different version of you with different people? Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. And so like when you meet your secondary school friends you go back to that version of Easily. yourself. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a well-worn shoe. Yeah. yeah. It's, sometimes it can be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes I, yeah. when, I, when I, I meet a, a bunch of people who I haven't seen in a long time yeah. and it brings me back to a place that I wasn't ex- necessarily very happy, of course. happy with yourself. With myself. Yeah. yeah, then it becomes like, uh, you know, and like, it's a, it's, it's a thing of me going, I, I feel like I, I actually want to leave this behind. Yeah. But, oh, right. but it doesn't mean I need to leave the friend behind, but yeah. they are kind of like collateral damage in my own growth. Yeah. Which is, I think, I think that accounts for a lot of some of the unhappiness between me and my some of my historical friends, as you put it. Because like <laughs> that transition for me was very difficult because I was going from like goody two-shoe Christian boy to like, you know, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. woman 100%. who stands before you now. To this. Yeah. In all her glory. <laughs> so it was a pretty rough you know, change for me, and I feel like I don't actually want to go back to it. But okay, but then you do have to cut people off. No, like, some, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Sometimes you just have to know when to cut, mm. and mm. as painful as it is, you just kind of have to do it, lah. I yeah. do. I do like what you were saying just now about friends you can grow old with, because yeah. I feel like now we're at the age, right, where yeah. is this is the. I feel like there's a kind of like long play at work. Oh, I know right? who you I'm know, growing yeah, old with. I know I'll yeah. go with you, and yeah, share, with and, you like, guys. A, and a bunch of my, fr- you know, yeah. my, my, my my my. I mean, actually a lot yeah. of our mutual friends. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like we found formed this little kind of like commune, commune, commune <laughs> of yeah. disdainful people. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who are holding space for all yeah, our, yeah, our, yeah. our misery and melancholy yep, yeah. yeah exactly that I'm beginning to think now about who are the people who are going to be there at the finish line with me yeah. you know yeah because it's becoming I think it's because it's, of function of how of yeah, our age now yeah la. it's yeah. beginning to become quite clear that oh I can see I mean you don't want to like predict the future necessarily sure. but sure. Like, I can say with some certainty that like you guys for example Oh yeah, hundred percent. Are there? Yeah, like we'll, for sure. We will be tending to we will be tending to each other in a horrible geriatric fashion. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We will. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Which is 
Yeah, it's nice to know. Which it's is nice lovely because yeah. it makes you feel less lonely. Like, you know, that's it. It's it makes your you tribe. Feel less lonely. Yeah, you which know who makes your tribe me, is. it makes me a bit sad to think because, like, I look at my parents and my yeah. mom specifically doesn't have any friends. Mm. Yeah, so I know I know it's not the same for you guys as parents because your your parents have like robust friendship well, circles. Right? I wouldn't say robust family family structure robust. friends yeah. lah. So like because friends. my parents are also immigrants, like a lot of my parents' friends are like in India, mm. and but like it's cute. Like every Sunday, my dad has a video call with like his best friends from mm. like college. Who like, they've all grown old together, just in different countries. Mm. That's so um, nice. It is nice, but then it also reminds me like of the deep importance of having a social life as you grow older mm. like it's not something you know you think about as a young person but like for me like I realize it's so so important like when you hit your 60s or your 70s to have yeah. people that you meet regularly because um, otherwise mm. your mind or like your social skills atrophy yeah. oh yeah. yeah I know my mom like doesn't have any friends at all and it begins to worry me like her only friends are like people her colleagues you know but she doesn't she's not close to them and right. then it's I, I remember growing as a child my parents used to have friends over all the time yeah in a way that we do now, right? Like mm-hmm. they have they come over and sing karaoke and do all those kind of things. Oh, right? you're so cute. Same. I know, but then like suddenly there was a period of like 10, 15, maybe even 20 years now where suddenly like we don't see any of them. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just so curious about what happened. You should ask yeah. so that yeah. it doesn't happen to us. I know. Because like, it's like, so, you know, we say now we're going to grow old together, right? but what, what we don't know. Oh my God, happen, God right? I cannot, I know, I cannot I know, not grow like, old with you guys. Yeah. So my father was in a band. He used to play at like Malay weddings and everything, right? He used to sing all the Bollywood hits <laughs> with a whole bunch of lovely people that came to the house and I hated it at that time, but I used to see my dad and my mom just mingle around with these people and it was bustling. There were like 30 to 50 people in the house at any one time. It was insane. And then, like you, Joel, after a while, these people just stopped mm. coming. And then I did ask my parents, I go like, oh, where's Auntie Rosna? Where's this? Where's that? Where's this? You know, all of these people. And sadly, because many of them were older and they just passed. Oh. And we just kept receiving, you know, like, oh, this person oh. has passed, this person has passed and I will remember these people here and there. And so who's left are just really old. And you can see it, like, especially in my dad's eyes who were very close to these people. Like, there's this sense of sadness. Like, mm. oh, okay. They're at this stage where, yeah, they've grown old together, but they are also just saying goodbye to each other. Like. Oh yeah. my God. It is, it is a bit depressing. Oh my God. You know, that's an uh, impending part of our friendship. One of us is like, some of us are going to see some of us, us die. Of course. I mean, confirm. La. Confirm. <laughs> Unless like a meteor hits them all go one shot. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Actually, the only person I think about that is like my best friend, Caroline, because mm. like, honestly, I always tell people like, if there's anyone who knows me, like inside out, like every shitty part of myself, like every ugly thing I've done is Caroline Gordon. Really? And I am like blessed beyond belief to have a friend like her because mm. like there is nothing I can say that will make her not love me. Mm. Oh my God, I feel like I'm tearing up just saying <laughs> it, but like, oh. no, really, it's like, it's something special, but like, I feel like if she goes before me, I, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. It's it's beyond thinking, right? I cannot. Yeah, I I know. I understand. Actually, that reminds me. That speed-hating thing wasn't the first time when we met Puja. Oh my god, you're right. It's the Bollywood band thing. (laughs) Oh my god. So, we had a weird moment, right? Yeah. Like, when when basically, um, you said your mom and dad run a drink stall at Marine Parade Market. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, is the drink stall right at the end? Of the first role. Yeah. And you were like, yes. And I was like, did your dad play in a Bollywood band? And you were like, yes. <laughs> and like, I remember being like a child. Yep. 
Um, and the Indian community, like the Gujarati community that I grew up in, we used to have these like talent time shows. Yeah. Where like they would invite people to like sing. At the old World Trade Center. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. And like my dad, who's like a phenomenal singer, yeah. would always participate. And there was a band that would play. Mm. And like I remember one time being in secondary school because I went to Katong Common, like going to Marine Parade Market and seeing one of the band uncles running the drink stall. My and dad. Then I, yeah, and then I put two and two together and I was like, shiz! <laughs> like, I've known Kishan's dad since I was like a child. Yeah. Do you think the two you have met as children? We may have. Very likely because you performed at one I of those... I performed once. Yeah, at yeah. one of those talent, talent time things, mm. right? And I was always present whenever my dad had those things because my mom would bring my sister and I and yeah. then we would just be there just to watch. So I was probably there. So we were probably definitely bumped in the same space. Each other. Very, weird. <laughs> very feeling eh. Very feeling. Very feeling eh. It's like, oh, it's kismet. This one is kismet and yeah, not small Like if world. we were heterosexual, like mm. Molly would have made this, would have made this into a film where we were loving. They would have got. Oh, it all just clicked to place for me. Like the entire dramatic structure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Playwriting. Playwriting. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the times, like, I post, like, when there's photos of the f- the four of us, like, me, you, uh, me, Kishan, Joel, and Sridhar, and like, our other friend, like, I always, the line that resonates in my head is, friendship is the best romance. Mm, yeah. Um, and I've been, I guess we, we've been talking a little bit about, like, friendship as a kind of romance. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It is a kind of romance. It in is. Fact, it's, I, I would I say... I never thought about it that way. I would actually say it's one of like the most rewarding romances. And the biggest romances of my life. Yeah. Yeah, mm. the, yeah I agree. Because like, I feel like it requires a continued effort. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, actually, there is very little... If you think about it, right, The tra- you can't narrow down the transaction to something no. as like sex no. or mm. or fidelity. It's yeah. like the, the kind of the romance and the... The bonds of friendship are very, um, yeah, like uh, hard to pin down. Yeah, right? yes, yeah. and I guess as a cis head woman mm. hey in a monogamous <laughs> marriage, <laughs> wow, um, I think my friendships make me think very deeply about my relationship with my husband. Because mm. um, I remember when we were like, uh, even now, like he'll tell me like, you know, I like you a lot, which means more than I love you. Because he's like, I can love you but not like you anymore. That's, yeah. That is no, that so is very correct. True. You know? And I used to get so irritated mm, with that. But mm, like, yeah. Because love can be very begrudging. Yep. You can. can love someone 100%. grudgingly, It's like right? I've been with you. Yes. It's like with your parents, right? Sometimes yeah, you're like, sometimes like, oh my God, it's so irritating. But yeah. like, you're my parent. Like, it's an obligation. I have to love you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think marriage can very easily become an obligation. Mm. Yep. Um, but I think like, and then he always tells me this. He always says... Like your friends see the best side of you. Mm. They don't see the shit I see. Mm. And like sometimes I tell him that's not true. Like Joel and Kishan get a lot of shit. Mm. But he's right though. Like they don't see the part of me. And like I'll freely admit like, you know, I think in all monogamous relationships, like we take our partners for granted. A hundred percent. You know, whereas like I never take... I do. I guess I do take you guys for granted in a sense that I feel like whenever I want to have a good time, like I can just text. And you mm. can sort of depend on us to show up. Right? I can. Sh- yeah. I can depend on you show up, but then I can also depend on Bart to show up. But the thing is, like, we make efforts in our friendship. Yeah. Like mm. you know, we check in, mm. or like when we're going for a meal, we like show up with energy and Absolutely, joy. Yeah. Like, you're not gonna show up and be like, <sighs> whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the difference between liking and loving is is 
there is a kind of dutifulness about love. About love yeah. yeah. But that, I don't have to yeah. like you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know? yeah. Or, you know, you, 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 something about liking someone and wanting to be around them, being energized by them, right? Yeah. That's what liking energized, is. Energized, yeah. that's such a yeah. good word. It's mm. like, are you still energized yeah. by this person? Because lo- love is a habit. If love is a habit. It. Love yeah. is a habit. I mean, we're not. I'm, I don't want to talk down love. I think it's also really no, beautiful. But I mean, I think there's different shades of love. I think there's yeah. a part of love, especially like a long-term love, like a monogamous love, for mm. example, where like it becomes a habit mm. and then it just becomes this thing you can depend on. Mm. And, it, and it's so dependable that you feel like you feel so safe in it that mm. you can actually spread your wings outside. Mm, right, correct. Whereas actually, if that crumbled, mm. you'd be a mess. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you take it so for granted that you think it won't crumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Whereas with your friendships, mm. you're always aware that like this person doesn't owe you anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like we're not bound by a ring. Like when you become friends with someone, yeah. you don't have to go in front of like 200 people and be like, I take the yeah. blah, blah, <laughs> blah <laughs> to mm. be my friend. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know because I've only ever been in two loving relationships before and they kind of crumbled, right? Like, <laughs> so like, what is, I, I don't know. Do you feel like you have to work a little harder at friendships yeah. than uh, romantic relationships? Or No. I think no. the work is a little bit more intimate and a little bit more difficult to pin down, uh, uh, like you said, Joe. Mm. And because of that, it's, I agree, it's a little bit more special. Like, I never thought of friendship as a romantic thing until you brought it up. I think about it all the time because like, I guess with our friendships, we're all like we're always like, "Hey guys, oh my god, let's go to the trampoline park," <laughs> or like, "Like let's okay, maybe that's just us," or like, "Let's go to that weird Spanish place," or like, you know, the time we went to Nando's and like took booze. Yeah, that was in so. Our... That was so. We are so <laughs> that was so inappropriate. inappropriate that and was childish. inappropriate. Yeah, but like, <laughs> and then we were trying to pull. <laughs> <laughs> we were ter- <laughs> we like, were terrible. But I feel like that's the okay. Maybe we need to give the listeners some context. Yeah, we went to Nando's. Shamefully, yeah, we went to Nando's and because they have like a three ninety nine free flow, free soft flow drinks. soft drink, and we yeah. didn't want to go to a bar, so we just brought like <laughs> bottles of. We bought hip flask. Uh, yeah, we yeah. bought hip flask and we just decanted alcohol. We, and We really did spike our own Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, terrible. We apologize. Yeah, we do um, apologize for anyone we upset. Yeah, but <laughs> the point is like, we don't really do that in relationships where we're very comfortable. No. You know, yeah. whereas with friendships, like we make an effort to like make new memories mm. yes. or do crazy things. But yeah. isn't there an aspect of love and marriage that's also friendship? There is, right? Kind of, well, yeah. I don't know about all love and all marriage. I can mm. only speak for like mine. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Bart and I are like first and foremost friends. Mm. Um, and I, I think as I was telling you guys earlier over dinner, like if whenever like we forget or we ignore the friendship part of our relationship yeah. is when the marriage starts getting shit. Right. Mm. Like, yeah. How does that like translate practically though? What does it mean to like forget the friendship part of your or how do you sustain the friendship friendship part part. I don't think we've I mean six years on I don't think we have Mm. like a fix all Mm. but like we forget when it's like it just becomes administrative right like it's like who's gonna do this who's Mm. gonna do that you need to do this Mm. you need to do that Mm. Um, and we forget to like just hang out Mm. and have a good time or be kind to each other Yeah, I I think maybe what it is right is that you don't live with your friends necessarily you don't and you don't make a life with your friends exactly so for example Mm. like today this podcast thing Mm. I've had it in my diary and for the last two weeks I've been like oh my god 
Next Friday night, I get to go hang out with Joel and Kishan. And I was so excited about it, you know. Mm. And then you think, like, when you're getting dressed, you're like, I'm going to wear this stupid t shirt because Joel's going to appreciate it. Yeah, the t shirt says, Didn't ask your opinion. And it shows with a very a, happy, a very care happy bear. carefree care bear. Care bear. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, it's just the things that you're like, you. it's the thing that you look forward to because you yeah. can't, you're not with your friend 24 7, so you don't take them for granted. Mm. Absolutely. But I think, like, what happens when you get married to your friend, mm. I guess, or like you're in a relationship with your friend? Oh, no, that is so huge because like that's one of the biggest problems in my life like historically Mm. I have fallen in love with my friends but that's usually the better thing right wouldn't you say it is it is good but I think think monogamy just takes like certain things away of work and like I think it's waxing (laughs) and waning Mm. right like it's like sometimes you just you're like I love you but you're irritating the Mm. fucking shit out of me no yeah I agree and like sometimes like I remember (laughs) I remember like just before Bart got COVID, I was like, I really, you're just, everything about you is annoying me right now. And then he got COVID and I was like, please don't die. I don't know what my life will look like without you. Oh, don't die. And I sent him this really emotional text, like being like, I love you. I have not been kind to you. And I just think like, see, I think it's like absence makes the heart fonder. Mm, yes, I agree. I have a question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What do we disagree about? What do we disagree about? Yeah, what do we disagree about? Oh, wow. That's mm. a tough one. Yeah. Because the other night, we've... we were hanging out at my place and we were talking, we were having a conversation and Bart was there and he's like, you guys are just an echo chamber. Ah. But I don't see a problem with that. I don't see a problem yeah. with that. Because it, it's like, it's a small echo chamber. Sure, in and we all need yeah. people, like in, in the context, right? Yeah. Like when your views are a minority view, yeah. Yeah. you need people who will understand. And yeah. also being in an echo chamber doesn't mean we don't disagree with each other. Correct. Just, so my question is, what do we disagree about? Yeah, but just about? because we cannot pick one now doesn't mean we don't have things we disagree about. But la. it's a good question to ask in our friend groups. I think. Next what time we, we, we yeah. take a pen and paper everywhere we go, mm. and we write it down. And, and, and your <laughs> if you want a kind of fun activity of your friendship yeah. this weekend, maybe think about what, what you guys you disagree about. We'll do it after this podcast. It's actually a very difficult yeah, like, question to answer. I think it's an important question to answer. Agree. Too. Yeah. Okay. Maybe do we disagree about um the definition of inside and outside clothes? Oh uh, ah. uh, no, nah, I don't yeah. agree with this because like it was recently brought to my attention, right? That Kishin doesn't understand the concept of inside clothes and outside clothes. This There's is clothes you wear at home. Yes, no, exactly. I, Pooja. Wear I will wear yeah. anything outside. Inside for me, it's That's the same thing. Okay. That is not okay. <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> that is not okay. For so me, okay, I'm so like. Okay, so now you go home, you will sleep in this. No, I won't, I won't sleep in this, okay. but I have slept in this. Oh, that's not Kish- okay. Kishin is wearing, by the way, a tank top and shorts, right? Yeah. Which yes. he, would you wear this to sleep? Like Orchard Road. Oh, absolutely. I have worn this to Orchard Road. Okay, but you would also wear it to sleep. Absolutely. Like there's no delineation in your wardrobe. Wait, what? You would wear this to, You would wear. not a problem, you see, right? There is a problem, like, I Puja. Have yeah. Pajamas yeah. and things I would wear with company. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. No, correct. but I seen you in pajamas. Okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah. wait, so like, even if you're in pajamas, right? yes. and you saw me in pajamas because you stayed over at my place, yeah, which is different. Yes. Yeah. But like, let's say you're in pajamas. Okay, hypothetically, uh-huh. you've been sleeping. You woke up. Your friends are like, "I'm coming over." You shower. What do you put on? Uh, not my pajamas. Not your pajamas, yeah. right? I put yeah. on like a vaguely, either a casual t-shirt, yeah, a loose like t-shirt, a, or, or like a, a presentable, uh, like a hybrid. Yeah. Go home. But the only reason right. you won't put on your pajamas not because of an inside outside thing is because I slept in them. So I would not put this on no. if I slept in no, 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 no. It's an aesthetic I thing. I it's, won't. No. no, it's not only aesthetics. It's like I won't wear out what I sleep in. Oh, I'm I'm like fine with okay, it. Okay, see, see, this is a fundamental <laughs> disagreement. Maybe we're prudes. <laughs> 
No, no, we no, are not. I just don't care enough. No, no, no. All. no yeah. I am the sort of person who will change to go to the store. Me too. I would go across. I would it. not. But the, he wouldn't have to because what he wears outside yeah. is what he wears to bed. <laughs> so you only have one set. That of means clothes. I was questioning about what our pajamas like. Is the question? No, my pajamas is very normal, chacha t-shirt and shorts kind. Mm. But why would you not wear it to the store? It just doesn't look good. Doesn't right. It just feels disrespectful but to myself and my and mother. To the, and to the man who sells you the sunshine bread. And to the woman who raised me. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'm like, as long as you're comfortable, you go to the shop. La. They want you, your business. But have you asked your mother how she feels about it? She doesn't care. I walked out of the house in whatever. Okay, at some point, she was like, why are you wearing that shirt? Yes, yeah. she your mother does feel some yes, kind of way. Has, my mother she has said this. My yeah. mother was yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. my mother was like, after a while, she just stopped. Because like, I'm my a grown-ass man. My mother used to, like, when I was little, or like, even still, like, if our t-shirts have a small hole in them, she'll, she'll tear the whole t-shirt. Yes. Oh, I do that now because my mother doesn't like. My mother's like, no, this one can still go on. I'm like, rip. Rip. Yeah, but <laughs> you cannot wear it out. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. wear t-shirts. I don't wear t-shirts with okay. holes so out. So he's basically saying his pajamas are like as fabulous as our going out clothes. I doubt it. Unless you are buying saying. the Uniqlo pajamas, which <laughs> I wear the Uniqlo they, pajamas. They, 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 they are gorgeous. They are. They, those can Thanks wear out. Yeah. I will wear that out Thanks easily. Friends. Okay, what else do we disagree about? Uh, See, it's about what else do we disagree about? Mm, my taste in men. Oh, we disagree about your taste in men. Very much. Also very much. <laughs> yeah, we skirted the issue very just now. Yeah. But we do, dis- like, we do disagree about my, yeah. my, my romantic choices. We yeah, do disagree we do. about your romantic... We do. So, go la! But that's only because we want better for you. That's true. Uh, it's the yeah. same. I think it's, we disagree about things that we, we want better for, we right? It's like yeah. we want Kishin to wear better clothes. We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Yeah. We do. What the hell is this becoming? I mean, <laughs> like, remember the time we went to Zara? Yeah, That's true. No, numerous yes. times. Actually, one time we went to Zara just, don't like my just to troll Kishin. Just to troll Kishin. Like we were just asking Kishin, Kishin, what will you pick? We went to the women's section. Yes. Kishin, what will you, you pick? pick? And then we would just silently acknowledge that, that it was, it was ugly. Yeah. Yeah. It was hideous. Yeah. yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. No, no, this is I not love, an attack. No, this is not it's an not attack. Well, well, sure, it has feels like this feels is, this like is a something we attack. just okay. Here, friends, is how we respectfully yeah, disagree. Yeah. It's like I I hold space for your love of florals. Thank you. I do. Thank you. But like, not everyone needs to look like Little House on the Prairie. That's no. fine. That's fine. That's fine. And if I were to pick a sundress for you, yes, against my best aesthetics, I would pick the one that you would love. Yes. Yeah. But it's not me. Yeah. That's okay. It's like. I think the hashtag that And we I thank you. I, yeah. I think the hashtag we need to use in friendships in mm. adult friendships in adult friendships is is you happy can ready. Yeah. You happy can Actually, ready. Actually, this is a very good philosophy right. unless right. it impinges on the happiness of other people. Of course. Unless it's it's an imp- abuse. Uh, yeah, but unless the, it's abuse. The, the hashtag a bit too long, uh. that one that one we just <laughs> we yeah. accept. Hashtag uh. you happy you can ready yeah, unless it's abuse. Hashtag you can ready unless it impinges on the, the happiness, happiness of other people. people. <laughs> Because I was reading like this book that I go on and on about uh, conflict is not, not abuse. abuse. Conflict yeah. is not abuse by yeah. Sarah Shulman, right? And then she has a she talks a lot about how sometimes when conflict is elevated into abuse, it's because the person is surrounded by bad friends mm. who are telling them that what is basically a conflict in a relationship it's is abuse. actually abuse, right? And it's actually a lot of like uh, bad behavior is actually enabled. By mm. bad friends And I think about this a lot Right Like uh, Because you know And I, I don't think this is true Of our friendship dynamic But sure. it made me think I'm thinking about this Because you asked just now What do we disagree about Right So it's like I can t- I, I sometimes worry Like 
am I too kind to my friends sometimes oh. you know I don't think there's such a thing as too I mean yeah maybe there is there yeah. could be what? I think like for me like you know like I think it goes back to when you guys say I'm frighteningly loyal mm. like to me like for me it's my responsibility as your friend mm. to tell you when I think something is bad for you mm. and you're not gonna like it mm. but I'm gonna do it lovingly mm. and I'm also gonna tell you that if you disagree with me I'm still gonna be here mm. right. like you you know you can done take this fucked up path mm. and you can regret it but I'll still be here at mm. the end of the path mm. like yeah and so like but I think that's a skill, like... It is. Yeah. Because, like, I think there's a kind of friendship where you're just going, like, oh, yeah, he's an asshole, right? Yeah. When actually, the thing to say is, what is your implication or yeah. your complicity in this yeah. uh, in this in this situation right? Yeah. right and that can be hard because we don't I think a lot of people are, we, we are co- many people are conflict averse you yeah know? and you I fall into this level of comfort I, like, think yeah. like, I think that's interesting because it it brings to mind for me like this year I think was particularly diff- difficult for me because like and not to go into the specifics of it but like a friend of mine was cancelled basically mm-hmm. and you know a lot of people were like how do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? Because they knew he was a friend of mine. Mm. Right. And I remember having to put out a public statement and I think anyone listening to this, like including would know what I'm talking about. I had to put out a public statement about how I felt about it. And I remember like texting this person and saying, like, listen, I have to put out a public statement about how where I stand on this issue. And this person said to me, just distance and renounce yourself. It's okay. Wow. And I remember saying, that's not who I am as a person with my friends. Mm. Like, I'm not about to distance and renounce myself from you, mm. right? And I said the same thing to the person. I said, I'm not doing that. But I am going to tell you what my public statement is. I'm not asking for your input, but I'm going to show it to you before I show it to anyone right. else. Because you deserve to know, right? And like, the thing that really stood out for me when I was kind of digging deep into like that was... Can I disagree with what you've done and still love you? Mm. Can I tell you what you did was fucked up and stupid and still love you and still believe you deserve better and still believe you deserve compassion and empathy? And the answer for me is yes. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like if one of you did something completely, what's the most, like, I honestly felt myself running through this to my head. Like, what is the most fucked up thing my friends could do? Yeah. You know? And like I ran through it and ran through it and like I was like, yeah, there's some fucked up things that would really traumatize me. Like I would be like, why? Uh, why, Kishan, why would you do something like that? Mm. But am I going to distance and renounce? Mm. I don't you think You know so. what it is? It's because like people do horrible things, but the horrible thing is It's not the sum of the person. Yes, correct. Yes, exactly. Correct. It's a function of a Being wider it's a function of a very complex individual. And you know what friendship yeah. is? Friendship yeah. is love. Yeah. And it's like if I love person. you yeah. is to say like I love I love you as a holistic person yeah. and a part of you did this thing which I think is is yep. not great mm. and I'm gonna tell you out of love like this is screwed up and mm. you can do better yeah. but am I going to like distance and renounce like no, no that's just not who I am that's mm. not what a friend is that's really. not what a friend is to yeah. me yeah. you know yeah. I mean let's say hypothetically yeah. right yeah. like you said something racist yeah because like no no I yeah. thought about that like mm. when this whole incident happened I was like okay like, I need to think about the people I deeply love and trust right okay. and I was like okay Joel and I was like I think of Joel as like my deepest ally mm. And like, what if he came out and said something racist? Mm. I couldn't even fathom it. But yeah. I was like, what if he does? Mm. Like, am I going to distance and renounce? And the answer was still no there. Like, yeah. I'm still going to call you and be like, yeah. what made you say yeah. that? Yeah. Because also, what is the use in 
you know, distancing. What does it do? What, what does it like, do? Like, what does shaming yeah. someone? Yeah. Or what does, what does shaming someone or like making them feel? Yeah. Like unsavable. Exactly. And cutting them off. Yeah. I think like, that's, it, I think that's the key achieve? thing. I think mm. that's the key thing. As a friend, you have that responsibility to come in to tell them that they did something wrong and then help them grow from it and be better. Right. right? If not, what is friendship? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I don't think many people give people that opportunity yeah. to do yeah. that, which is bizarre. And I feel like I like I appreciate the both of you because I feel like different times in my life, you like you have come to tell me like that is a stupid mode of thinking. Mm. Or like, you know, like sis, that's dumb. Like you don't have to think like that. Mm. Like and I and I feel like that's also why I feel like I can trust you because mm-hmm. I know that you're not going to give me the sugar-coated truth. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me like as it is. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, I guess there's something dangerous about the, the idea of the echo chamber and the fact that a lot of friendships are founded on agreement, mm-hmm. are founded Commonalities on left. commonality. It's that you find this safe little space in this bubble where you can actually be kind of like a raw unfiltered version of yourself but mm. it does mean like does I guess the the danger in that is that does it mean you sort of like close your eyes sometimes to like actually deeply problematic but I mean I or parts of someone else I guess that's always no, the risk that you no, might no I think right? it's about saying mm. I've seen the best parts of you mm. like I know what you can be aspirationally mm. and I've also seen the worst parts of mm. you and that's true of any human being yeah, right? right like we have deep lows and we have like high highs mm. right and if like you're a good enough friend you've maybe seen like some version of both mm. maybe not 100% but maybe like at 60 60 mm. and to say like if you can be this you don't need to be this right and like for me at least like if my friends better me mm. then like that's that's all I can ask for in my life like mm. you know yeah. so so it's funny to me like also it brings me back to like when my when my husband says we're an echo chamber like actually mm. we're not because mm. we call each other out yeah we all do the time. like we just call Kishan out for not eating rice <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Kishan is doing this. Kishan is doing rice. the thing where he doesn't eat rice anymore. I, oh, yeah. Come on, she's she's trying to get cut. <laughs> well, she's, she's trying to get cut, and she said, "I have a little bit." Yeah, I did have a little bit. She wouldn't even eat ice cream just now. I yeah, don't yeah. like Too ice much. cream. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but it, it's 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 tough, right? I, I I feel like it's the the current mood we're in, which is very like. Polarizing. Very polarizing and very black and white, right? It doesn't make space for what friendships are, which are inherently... It doesn't make space for nuance, nuance. which is what people yeah. are. Yeah. Yes. And, and friendship, fundamentally and, human. And friendships are, you know, grey, messy things. Yeah. They're you know? so messy. Yeah, friendships are messy things. Like, how many times know. have we been irritated at our friends? Yeah. So many times. Like, with my best friend, like, I have so many times texted him and be like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me with Joel, I always keep telling, yeah. I, I keep telling him the th- the one thing that makes our friendship work is distance. Oh my <laughs> god, can I talk about like? Can we talk about this? We on need air? time to be apart, sure, for, for us to blossom. But can we actually. also talk about this on air? Why? About the time that you guys had a fight <laughs> and weren't talking, and that I had to hang out with both of you separately. <laughs> I was so yeah. freaking stressed. Our dear listeners might remember this as a period of not too long ago where the podcast went on a hiatus yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like so like it was really funny because like Joel texted me separately and then Kishan texted me separately and they were like oh we had this fight and of course like the versions were quite different <laughs> but like put, piecing it together was like they're absolutely accurate and then like I had to hang out with both of them separately and it was just so freaking annoying because I just want to hang out with both of them and then one day these two bitches like send me a photo of the two of them like over a glass of something and they're like hey on our group chat which has been dead for a month and I was just like thank fuck because <laughs> I cannot 
cannot keep up this separate relationship. Yes, that's yeah. ex- exactly what you message. You went, yeah. thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> thank you, dear listeners. We've come to the end of yet another yeah. episode of T42. Mm. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Uh, thank yeah, you it's been a delightful Enjoy. conversation. I yeah. uh, hope you had a good time. Hope you had a good time. We feel very rejuve. <laughs> yeah, we renew our friendship. Mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dear listeners, if you'd like to find out more about our dear friend Fuja Nancy, yes. you can proceed to her Instagram at Pinancy. Correct. Also, I highly recommend her very beautiful collection of poetry which just came out. It's called We Make Spaces Divine. Divine. It's a beautiful poetry collection. Mm. Mm. And actually, there's a very interesting <laughs> poem in there that features our dear friend Kishan. It does. Oh, yes. Yes. It was inspired by Kishan dancing yeah. by yeah. himself. In <laughs> a club called 1980. Which yes. has shut down R.I.P. R.I.P. Isn't it horrible how like... Uh, I hate how yeah. the pandemic has done this to like the most Space yeah, oh, tell me about and it. And your poetry collection published in 2021 is now an archive. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, dear listeners, we come to the end of today's episode. This has been Joel signing off. This is Kishan. This is Pooja. Bye-bye. Bye bye.